Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we've made it to the playoffs. National Football League, there's so much to discuss and talk about. I know that everybody feels a certain way. Welcome to the Lake Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. Full show tonight, full show tomorrow. It's going to be a fun week. Bring on the New York Giants. Christopher Tubbs is producing. I appreciate you listening, and let's have some fun tonight, and let's, uh, let's talk about these Minnesota Vikings. Um, and I will immediately open up the phone lines because we got plenty of things to discuss and talk about. The phone number is 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. And I'm going to start with <laughs> the, the fact that I think that Minnesota Viking fans have already shown me signs that they are ready to declare this season already, okay? Already, it boiling down to this one game. And what I mean by that is I can tell from talking to friends and what I've seen in the chatter that came out of us finding out yesterday that we're going to face the New York Giants, we're going to run it back at U.S. Bank Stadium, is that it all boils down to this specific game in terms of how we're viewing what the Minnesota Vikings have accomplished this year. Is that fair? I don't think that it is, but it's true. The best way to put this entire situation in perspective is pretty simple. If, if the Minnesota Vikings lose to the New York Giants this coming Sunday, at U.S. Bank Stadium, there will be a large amount of Viking fans that will look at this year as a failure. Now, I don't agree with that, but I'm telling you there's a bunch of them out there because what what I'm hearing is, well, you're at home, clearly, right? Great 
season, 13-4 and four from a record perspective. So you were able to gain the number three seed, and you got the home playoff game. But it's about not necessarily just playing at home, but it's about who you're playing. You're playing the Giants. And I don't think that many Vikings fans respect the Giants, although we should. We should respect the Giants. We should respect the Giants. But I just get the sense that so many Viking fans are saying, no, we better win this game. If we don't win this game, it's a failure. We've done nothing this year. When you actually have done something this year, you're trending in the right direction. You won the division. Like the pieces are in place for you to, the foundations being laid for you to have some good seasons, not just this year, but for years to come. But I tell you, fans are looking at the Giants and saying, yeah, we should be moving past them. Like it's a slam dunk, and it's not a slam dunk. And this is the reason why we shouldn't be thinking like that. I think that the Giants are actually um, a better team than what we give them credit for. We barely beat the Giants. The Giants are a tough team. The Giants are a team that's going to scratch and claw for everything in these fights. We saw it yesterday when they were playing Philadelphia. But you know how we get sucked into the on-paper thing? That's what this situation is right here. It's an on-paper situation where you say the Giants are 9-7. and seven. They're not in our league, and that's simply not true. The Giants are 9-7. and seven. That's true. 9-7-1, and one, actually. And they are in the Vikings league because they have a quarterback, and I'm not the biggest Daniel Jones fan in the world. Never have been, never will be. He can hurt you, though. He can hurt you. He's he's nifty with some of his moves, and he's got wheels. He can run with the football. Saquon Barkley had a pretty decent year, I think anybody out there would say, for the New York Giants. He bounced back, and it took him a long time to bounce back from the torn ACL, but he bounced back. So Saquon, you've got Daniel Jones, who didn't play yesterday, by the way. They wanted to rest him and keep him safe, which makes a whole lot of sense. Um, Their receiving core, they're just guys, but they make enough plays to win. But I think more than anything, the thing that has to have you a little bit cautious is their defense. Their defense is pretty solid. And this is not a defense where they've got a million name players. Probably the most famous player on their defense right now, quite honestly, it has to be between Landon Collins because he's got that name recognition. He's been in the league for some years. But Thibodeau is the kid that's doing snow angels out here. Kayvon Thibodeau's hand. Just a week ago. So when you look at the New York defense, they don't have the name recognition guys. But they get it done. So if you're a Vikings fan, let me ask you this. How do you feel about this matchup? 
How do you feel about running it back against the Giants? Are you nervous? Or are you confident? 651-461-9226. I'm happy that the team didn't have any, any more injuries yesterday. I think we all had a little bit of a, we took a deep breath when, when Dalvin Cook got a little nicked up. Always going to be concerned about Dalvin, right? But I kept saying that just come out of this game without any significant injuries, and I think that we'll be fine with a matchup against the Giants. I don't have any issues with believing in the Vikings in this particular matchup. I do think that the Vikings will win and move on. But what do you think about that? 651-461-9226. There's a thought that Christopher Tubbs has, though, about yesterday's game against the Chicago Bears, the Bears, with regards to Justin Jefferson. We get to that next year on The Lake Show. All right, here we go, yo. On The Lake Show, 651-461-9226. If you'd like to weigh in, Vikings-Giants this Sunday at 3.30 at U.S. Bank Stadium. Are you concerned Are you confident? I am concerned about the defense because, look, let's be honest, the defense has played poorly here later in the season, so I'm definitely concerned about them. But at the end of the day, I do think that the Vikings prevail in this matchup, and I think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that they'll be at home. Not fearful of the Giants, although the Giants are a better team than I think that people want to give them credit for. Most namely, one of the reasons why people don't fear them, I don't think, is because of Daniel Jones. It's because of the quarterback. So I'd love to get your reaction. And actually, you said there's a, there's a few people that have texted the show already. Yeah, we've got a few people here, Lake, on the Cities One uh, plumbing talk and text line. Uh, Henry, there are those Vikings fans who will find failure with the season, even if they win the Super Bowl. That's true. Really? I mean, if you win it all, how could there be failure? Some people are only happy when they're unhappy. They'll find something. I, I, we didn't I, go. We didn't go seventeen and zero. There's going to oh, be God. something. You don't know, be that person. You know, there's somebody out there. Uh, here's another one. As a Vikings fan, I'm always nervous. Uh, prime example: the week after the Minneapolis miracle and stinking up the joint in Philadelphia. I get that, but that was such an emotional high, and we saw highlights for days and days and days. It's hard to move past that because they talk about one game at a time. It's hard to move past that. When everybody's talking about it. You know what I mean? It's like, um, if it didn't happen in that way, maybe they would have been able to move past it. But, I mean, Philadelphia was just a better team. I got to be honest with you. That one totally caught me off guard. I was living in Kansas City at the time. That caught me off guard. I thought that there was no doubt that the Vikings were going to go into Philadelphia mm-hmm. and and mop up. Them. Ride that it's, momentum. It's, especially with Nick Foles as the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh, this is a, it's a wrap on this. Man, I just, that was, I hated that because I, I had, I was working in Houston at the time and I was going to come up and cover the Super Bowl for the, for the network. So I'm coming up here. Mm-hmm. Viking, Vikings, Super Bowl, home stadium. Let's like, go. I'm just like, this is a once in a lifetime. And then I had to trudge through. Like Quay Walker, I was leave, depressed. Leaving leaving the tunnel last night, I was like, I didn't do nothing. I don't want to do nothing. But I was depressed. It, it was yeah. I I had to sit there and and watch the Patriots play the Eagles and watch the Eagles win the Super Bowl 
after wiping up the bike. All right, so you had a thought about yesterday. Yeah. With regards to yesterday being a missed opportunity. I, I, Explain I did. This to me. I did. Because a lot of the talk going in was this great season that Justin Jefferson had. Mm-hmm. And he had a great season. He, he had a phenomenal season. But you start hearing he's within striking distance of NFL records. And the one that we were hearing the most was the single season receiving record. Now, Calvin Johnson, Megatron, set that back in 2012 finishing with 1,964 yards, cleared Jerry Rice's record by 100 yards. Mm -hmm. And Justin Jefferson came in yesterday, I think he needed 193 to tie and 194 to break it. Now, if you're looking at what the Vikings might want to play for, you've you've all but got the number three seed wrapped up. You know, you could have gotten the number two seed if things broke right in San Francisco. But yeah, you wanted to keep guys healthy. But at the same time, last year, it's like Mike Zimmer openly, I don't care about records. I don't care about any of that. Kevin O'Connell just seems like the sort of guy that would try and get something special for his players. Now, Justin Jefferson might have numerous opportunities to break NFL records over the course of his career because it's only year three. He will. But he had a 223-yard game, a 193-yard game. It wasn't a safe bet that he would have approached 200, but against that soft Bears secondary, if you could have done anything, just force feed him the ball, like the the Justin ratio where you give him the ball like 90 t- 90%, just keep forcing it to him. But at the same time, I, I understand the risk, but I just felt like it might have been one of those opportunities that you could have Yeah, really, I'm not with you here. You could I'm have not funneled the ball to him. Yeah, I'm not with you here. I disagree with you on this one. Okay. I, I didn't – look, I'm all for breaking records. I'm all for trying to um, get a guy over the, the finish line and stuff, but not yesterday. There was nothing to be gained. You won the game. If he was, if he was half that, if he was a hundred, is there is there a benchmark that could have been there that you would have been? No. This is one I would have tried for. No, no because because I didn't want him to play. Okay. Quite honestly, and look, th- there's my take on this. It it boils down to a couple different things. First off, the risk versus reward. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a reward to it if he accomplishes that. But what is the risk involved there? I think that there was significant risk yesterday. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. There's two. I wouldn't have minded them going and trying to ear it out a little bit more and target him more if they had played in any other stadium other than Chicago. Because that turf has historically it, been terrible. Terrible. Okay. Chicago and Arizona, those are the two I'm like, no, we're not risking it with JJ. Because if anything happens to JJ yesterday and he's done for the year, this team's not going anywhere. And then you're talking about ramifications for next season. Mm-hmm. So, so I, no, I just wasn't. And, and, and like I said before, Chicago is a is a difference maker in terms of how poor that field is. Yeah, yeah. Arizona, is. Is. same thing. We see it happen to guys in Arizona all the time. Those two stadiums stand out. If it had been other places, I wouldn't have felt. I would have felt differently. Okay, so let, let's say hypothetically, let's let's flip that. Let's say. It was at U.S. Bank Stadium, controlled environment, good field, you know, or you know, in front of the home fans. Let's go in front of the home fans. Yeah, that's different. That's different. Okay, I I was just, I was just kind of curious, but I mean, you you are right. But but, but I would have been been forcing it to him though. 
I, I would I would have seen how it plays out, right? Mm-hmm. I would have seen how it plays out, but I wouldn't have been forcing it to him. Like yesterday, he was only targeted five times. That was by design. Yeah. Like it, once they got up and got a lead on the Bears, there's no need to push the envelope here. See, I, I would have I would have rather have given the ball less to Dalvin in that first half and aired it out a little bit more and maybe given like give Justin a little bit more time because the the injury that you know happened with the knock into the knees it looked like it was just Dalvin hitting the ground and then Johnny Munt just falling on top of him just a a fluke you know a, a fluke play yeah but that's that that's what happens sometimes uh, know, right that, yeah. when you expose your guys in the final game of the year fluke things can mm-hmm. happen yeah, and that's and, and that's hell. They're melting down in L.A. right now because of uh, Mike Williams. Mike Will, yes, I have no idea what Brandon Staley was thinking. Like the minute that that Baltimore game, Cincinnati beats Baltimore, like you got nothing to play for. You've got nothing to play for if you're the Chargers. You play him a couple of series. He was playing guys into the fourth quarter. Like yeah, yeah. Mike Williams. Uh, I think Nick Bosa as well. I think Nick Bosa got nicked up. There's no guarantee that Nick Bosa is going to be there. And the the Bosa boys are just absolute difference makers on defense. So, yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not complaining. I would have maybe I would have liked to see what could have happened if they would have been a little more aggressive trying to see if they could have given, given him the record, yeah. get a little bit of traction and see what happens. All right, coming up next, we'll continue the Vikings conversation with a guest his first time on the Lake Show, Ahmad Hicks, sports reporter and anchor at Fox 9. He's new to the great state of Minnesota. He joins us next after weather on the Lake Show. And the reason why this song is being played right now is because for like the last 45 minutes, Christopher Tubbs is claiming that he's hot here in the studio. He's like taking off all these different layers but I'm sure that the guy that's on the other end of the John Schuster Colebaker hotline, his first time on the Lake Show, is loving the Nelly vibes here on WCCO. His name is Ahmad Hicks, sports reporter and anchor at Fox 9. We welcome him in. He's representing St. Louis as well. Ahmad, it's just funny how things work out, right? Oh, yeah. I started laughing as soon as I heard that song, and I was like, you should know how to introduce somebody, that's for sure. <laughs> it's all good, man. We're just going to brush our shoulders off over here at the, uh, at the Good Neighbor. But uh, happy to have you on, man. It was a pleasure meeting you um, a little bit over a month ago at the, uh, the People Stadium, U.S. Bank Stadium, watching the Vikings game. And um, now we're in the postseason, man. So I look forward to, to being in the press box again this coming Sunday at 3.30, like um, you will as well. But just give me your take on, before we look at the Giants, how the Vikings ended the season since we last saw each other in person. What did you make of, let's say, the the final month of the year, including yesterday's victory over the Chicago Bears? Well, I think it was probably the way the team wanted it to go, uh, aside from that beatdown, of course, that that the, um, that the Packers handed them, that kind of came out of nowhere. I don't think many teams ex- or many teams or many people expected that outcome. But I think the rest of the season or the ending of the season, I think it shaped out pretty well. I mean, you could talk about that Lions loss and how that kind of stung a little bit. But like I think we all know, the Vikings kind of shot themselves in the foot with that game. So other than that, I think they finished the season strong. They 
kept some guys healthy, some unfortunate injuries on the offensive line. But, you know, as they say in sports, next man up. And I think they'll be able to handle that well yeah. as the postseason gets here. Well, that's interesting because, yeah, the, the offensive lineman is decimated right now, right? And, and I don't mm-hmm. think that a lot of fans look at the, that offensive line and they feel um, overly confident in what uh, we've seen, I, I guess, maybe the last month or so. And clearly, when you lose a guy like Brian O'Neill, I mean, that, that's a massive setback, and you've had issues at center, so I get all of that. But mm-hmm. when you view the Vikings um, in the totality of it all, with fans, do you think that they should be confident of what they're seeing out of this team, or do you think that they should still be concerned because the defense was lacking as well? Well, the defense was lacking, but I think when you look at the big picture, you have a team that won 13 games in the National Football League. That is not easy to accomplish, no matter if you're playing bad teams, no matter if your team is mediocre and you're just getting lucky. To win 13 games is no easy feat in the NFL. And then I think if you look at the quarterback, Kirk Cousins, 4,500 passing yards this season, quite a few touchdowns, and then this guy has proved time and time again with those 29 touchdowns, some of them were come from behind, you know, touchdowns or in the fourth quarter with the team trailing by one score or less. So I think this team has proved that they can win close games. They're battle tested. And I think when you get to this point in the playoffs, the record and what you did during the regular season goes out the window. So we can talk about, well, they're pretty good. They've shown this all season long. Well, they're here for a reason. They earned the number three seed for a reason, but now they have to go out and show everybody again why they're in the playoffs and why they deserve, you know, to be in the playoffs. Sports reporter and anchor at Channel 9, Fox 9, Ahmad Hicks is joining us here on The Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Please do give him a follow on Twitter. His handle is Ahmad Hicks TV. All right, so now let's fast forward to the present. Um, mm-hmm. Like Herm Edwards always says, we play to win <laughs> the game. So this right. coming Sunday, the opponent again, the New York Giants. Um, what what concerns you about uh, a rematch with the New York Giants? Well, the first things most importantly, it's always hard to beat a team twice, especially when you give them tape to review. You give them your things that work, and they know, hey, this is the guy that they're going to in these type of situations. I think it's always tougher the second time around to beat somebody, but it also depends on how much you prep for this game. And if Coach O'Connell and Dalvin Cook and Kirk Cousins are putting in the most t- the amount of time that they need to put in uh, to prepare for this game, because like we say, it can be harder to beat a team second time around, but you can also learn from that first game. You can realize, hey, we left X amount of points on the board, so we need to attack them this way. So I think there's good and bad things, but I think this Giants team is scary, but I think if the Vikings can play 60 minutes of football, they'll be okay. But that's the biggest thing. Will they play 60 minutes? We've seen them play 45 and 30 and 15, but they have to play 60 minutes because there's no more, hey, we can get after it next week. It's it's one and done now. You know, Amal, in your opinion, when you look at the, the Giants, how do you view them? Like, like what do you think is their identity? Because I, I got to be honest with you, bro. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what their identity is. I think that it's Saquon running the football. I know that Daniel Jones has gotten better. He's improved the last couple of years. And when in the clutch he needs to make some plays, he's able to make some plays, not only with his arm mm-hmm. but with his legs. They have a new coach, Brian Dayball. I, how do you view them? I, I guess what, do you, what would you say, in your opinion, is their identity? I think their identity, it's, it's simple. They bought in to Coach Dayball. Uh, this is not a team that is star-studded on the defensive end or the offensive end, for that matter. I mean, you have Saquon Barkley and you have Daniel Jones, but you, nobody at home can name five receivers on their roster. 
you know, and yeah, what I said that earlier. It, yeah, you know, <laughs> they have a bunch of I won't say nobodies because when you're in the NFL, you're somebody. You're good, obviously, but they don't have many household names on either side of the ball. So I think this is just a team that is playing together and collectively as one unit. And I think they're following behind their coach and leading, you know, and he's leading them and uh, he's got them playing good football, you know, and when you play as 11 men together at one time you can do some pretty cool things and i think that's what we're seeing there's no more superstars or egos in new york right now all right so give me a player i'm not going to ask you necessarily for a prediction on how you think that this game is going to play out but give me a player that you feel like minnesota vikings fans should be looking at from the purple that will absolutely be a part of some big time playmaking this coming sunday whether on the defensive side of the football or on the offensive side of the football I think I want to start with Duke Shelley on the defensive side of the football. He's been playing phenomenal down the stretch. This is a guy who got called up off the practice squad, and we didn't know how he was going to contribute when injuries happened. And then he kind of stepped in, and it was like, all right, well, he's he's learning. He still has some room to grow. So now down the stretch, this is the guy we trust on the opposite side of Patrick Peterson. So I think Duke Shelley is one guy that we should be proud of and one guy we should be looking at the most in this matchup, especially because New York doesn't have that many receivers that can take the top off. So this is a chance for him to jump some passes, get some pass breakups, and hopefully another interception. And then I think offensively, you have to look at Dalvin Cook. This is a guy who went rushed for 1,100 yards plus this season. But I think we all know there's more room for Dalvin to grow. There's more food on the table for him to eat. And I think this is the perfect opportunity for him to go over 100 yards this week because he didn't do that in the first matchup versus the Giants. 64 yards, that was the TJ Hawkinson game. So I think Dalvin Cook is going to be pivotal in this game because if they can get the run game going, then that opens up the play action. And now you have the whole offense at your disposal if you're Kevin O'Connell. Give him a follow on Twitter at Ahmad Hicks TV, sports reporter and anchor at Fox 9. Ahmad Hicks joining us here, courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. Ahmad, I appreciate the time tonight. I appreciate it, and I look forward to seeing you this weekend, and we can chop it up and uh, hopefully have a couple more weekends to talk football. Absolutely, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Right. Talk to you later. All right, yep. That's Ahmad Hicks joining us here on The Lake Show. Ahmad's a super cool cat. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Ahmad Hicks TV. All right, coming up next. Um, I'm not trying to be a downer about certain aspects of the Minnesota Vikings, but the writing is on the wall with regards to one thing offensively um, that I would say is part of their new identity. We get to that next year on The Lake Show. All right, they are underway in the college football national championship. College football playoff national championship, TCU. Versus Georgia, I believe that the Dogs will run it back and win it again. Back-to-back national champions uh, ships, I think they, they will win today. They are favored by 14 points. Four, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. And I think the TCU, there, there's a touch of disrespect there because I think the TCU is pretty good. But I will say this. TCU is without their star running back. Miller is not playing. He was the one that got injured in the game against Michigan. Um, in the first half, and they were able to get by without him, but this is a different, uh, much tougher and taller task. It's a different dog. Try, trying, to get, uh, trying to get past the, uh, the Georgia Bulldogs. All right, so let's <laughs> – this is not one of those takes that's like super obvious because I don't think that the majority of people out there listening think about this aspect of the Minnesota Vikings. And the aspect of the Minnesota Vikings that I want to get to is – the number two wideout situation. 
Everybody knows that Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver on planet Earth. At least in my opinion, he is. I know that some people out there still believe that Devontae Adams is, um, or some people want to make the case for like Stephon Diggs or Tyreek Hill. I believe it's Justin Jefferson. He's clearly the best, most remarkable playmaker on the Vikings. Who was the number two receiver on this team? In name recognition... And in terms of jersey sales and all of that is Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen no longer is the number two wideout on this team. The number two wideout on the Minnesota Vikings, in my opinion, is K.J. Osborne. And we are at a crossroads here. And I know that many times we don't want to talk about this, but I I think that we have to have those uncomfortable conversations I think that we're looking at the end of the end of the road for Adam Thielen. I, I think that KJ Osborne is the number two wideout on this team, and from a financial perspective, they have a tough decision because Adam Thielen is owed a lot of money, and Adam Thielen is not a number two anymore. Isn't it like a nineteen million dollar hit or something like that? I mean, it, it is a lot right now for. The decline, I feel, for Adam Thielen, it's been pretty drastic. Like, it has been, over the last year, I feel like it's been a pretty, it's been a pretty significant drop. It's It's been a drop, but I the drop is because of injuries. Like, he's been oh, off yeah. injured. I mean, he has, it's like, ever, like, once a game, you feel like he's dead. I mean, honestly, it's like, he gets down and you're like, I mean, he's limping over like Willis Reed or Paul Pierce, just, and then all of a sudden he's back, and you're like, I mean, I, I feel like there's only a little bit of tread left on the tire for Adam Thielen. Well, I'm not trying to bury him right now, right? Because let's try to get through this postseason. Let's try to get to a Super Bowl with Adam Thielen, whatever. We're not waving Adam Thielen right now. But, but I say this out of appreciation for Adam Thielen. Oh, he's a tough son of a gun. And, and when I mean appreciation, I'm talking about like, do I think that Adam Thielen is no longer going to be in the National Football League next season? No, I don't think that. I think he's going to be playing in the National Football League next season. Where will he be playing? I don't know. Like, is there a way that you can restructure his money? Because right now, it just doesn't because it just doesn't make any sense. Justin Jefferson is going to be the highest-paid wide receiver in the history of the NFL with his next contract. Yeah. Right? Blank and check. should be. Blank check. It sh- and should be. Yeah. And should be. So so let's let's look at it like this. We've got Jefferson has got to get paid. We have to look at, are you going to keep Dalvin? Because Dalvin's money is big. There's a bu- We have a cap issue. Dalvin's getting paid big money. Daniil Hunter's getting paid big money. Eric Kendricks got paid. Um, I I mentioned Thielen. There's somebody I'm blanking on here. Um, Well, I'm just looking at these the unrestricted free agent. Oh, you talking about the guys that that just got paid? I'm talking about the guys that just have big money contracts. Period. Because we have a we have a cap issue. Didn't Kendricks just get a? a, Well, I just mentioned Kendricks. Okay, Kendricks. Um, Kendricks, Dalvin, Daniil. Um, Thielen. Thielen. Didn't uh, O'Neal just sign a, a big deal? You're not getting rid of O'Neal. O'Neal's no. going to be here. Yep. You need O'Neal. 
Yeah, you. One thing that Rob Brzezinski's done is kicking the can down the road. He's done a great job. Like for years and years, you hear this. Oh, the the, the cap is a myth. I'm looking at all of the the unrestricted free agents going into next year. Patrick Peterson, Garrett Bradbury, um, Chandon Sullivan, Irv Smith. I'm just going over some Alexander Madison. Uh, really, that's those are your unrestricted free agents. So you don't have a lot of them there that you can look at being like, okay, well, we're going to bring, you know, we're going to bring these guys back. So it's, they'll figure it out. But I do think that the Adam Thielen, I think people get so attached to Adam Thielen because he's one of us. I mean, the, mm-hmm. it's the story. And that's understandable. It, it absolutely is because, I mean, rumor has it Detroit Lakes to Mankato to Minnesota. I mean, I'll have to Google it to see if it's true, but that's kind of what I've heard. Mm. I I don't know. I mean, I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, I know, right? That's breaking news. I, a breaking news sounder for I, that. I, I'm gonna tell you right now. I I feel like there's some sort of Minnesota connection with Adam Thielen, but yeah, like you've got to look at it. And I do think that Quesi Adolfo Mensa coming in from the outside might not be as attached to the story, and I think that's what's going to hurt people if they have to make this decision. But I do. The think- toughest thing in sports is when the local fans are attached to a guy and they don't want to deal with the business side of it. Yes, absolutely. The business of sports. I remember being in Kansas City when Eric Berry, when they eventually yeah. when they moved away from him. And look, I mean that that was a difficult thing because that's the guy that battled back from cancer and all of that, and he mm-hmm. missed a year because of can because of cancer. Yes, and then came back and was a badass. And was an elite, you know, he was always an elite safety for them. Which, by the way, did you see the group of guys that went into the uh, 2023 uh, College Football Hall of Fame? No. Oh, great class today. Eric Berry was one of them. Derek okay. Johnson was another. Brian McKinney, okay. another. Derek Johnson, the linebacker? Uh, Derek Johnson, the linebacker. Okay. Another right. chief. Yep, yep. yep. Okay, so, yep. so, yeah. So, I, I put it like this. I just think that Vikings fans should be prepared. I because think, yeah. I tried to get you guys prepared for the Kyle Rudolph exit, and people didn't want to listen. I don't. I don't think. I, I just. I think Adam Thielen is a completely. I think it's a different level because of the the hometown boy makes good. Like it, you can't get any more feel good story than Adam Thielen. You know. I, I mean, undrafted, played specially. His first touchdown was a blocked punt in Carolina. Like that it, that was his first touchdown as a member of the Vikings and he's turned into a a fantastic pro bowl caliber player. I will say that I do think that the way that that KJ Osborne has come on actually benefits Adam Thielen a little bit because I mean you look at it was that game against Indianapolis where like 10 catches for 157 yards and then he had a big game yesterday. So I think if you if you don't have somebody who's the player he once was, but you can't just be Hawkinson and Jefferson. I think KJ Osborne maybe is coming along at the right time to help Adam Thielen. And I mean, it, it would be so cool to have Adam Thielen, you know, win a Super Bowl as the member of the Minnesota Vikings. It, I'm with it, you. it would be cool. I'm with you. Um, is that his daughter? Who? Pat Sajak. Oh, I thought we were talking about Adam Thielen. He didn't have a daughter. I don't know. I thought you said, oh, no, no, that was somebody else. I, I thought somebody said that his daughter was a part of the show now, and I'm like. Oh, Pat Sajak. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. That was a weird transition. Yeah. 
I just <laughs> call my eye. All right, coming up next, <laughs> we call my eye too now. Let's uh, let's talk some Timberwolves basketball with John Krasinski from the Athletic. He joins us next year on the Lake Show. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.